Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good morning, Paige. Good morning, Mom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How's your day going so far? Good. That's good. Yeah. So today we're talking about ADHD and alcohol. alcohol. Or ADHD medicine and alcohol. But well, yeah. Some of it's about untreated ADHD, right? So mm-hmm. um, so what'd you learn? That stimulant medication can intensify the effects of alcohol. Okay. A combination of it, the medicine and alcohol, mm-hmm. can lead to serious complications like alcohol poisoning and heart problems mm-hmm. and alcohol can worsen adhd symptoms and make the stimulants less effective that makes sense because mm-hmm. it's sort of doing the opposite of what your medicine's doing yes right because your medication if you're on a stimulant alcohol is it's a depressant so, so they're, they're it depresses yeah Symptoms like lack of concentration, risky behavior, and impulsivity become affected by the alcohol. So it's like you don't take the medicine at all. Or even worse, if you're taking the medicine and then drinking alcohol, it makes the symptoms of the ADHD worse. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Untreated ADHD, when you drink alcohol, there are um, problems with using or perhaps even abusing the alcohol to make yourself feel better Mm -hmm. because Mm self-medicating. I've even heard that it's worse than pot. What? Because it really... um... It really like um, it makes the ADHD worse than pot does, or it's like more of a problem. It's which type of worse? Both. Both. Okay. Um, so, so well, people with ADHD have fairly addictive personalities, so right. um, they can get addicted to anything, anything if they're, especially if they have untreated ADHD, right? Yes. So, um, but in addition to that, um, both pot and alcohol really affect the ability to have self-regulation right and so alcohol affects that more Mm -hmm. or makes you have even less self-regulation right um which is already low low yes among people with adhd right Right. so it makes it sort of non-existent Mm non-existent um What else did you learn? Um, There's a statistical study Mm -hmm. that shows that there is an increased likelihood of becoming dependent on alcohol if ADHD is untreated. Mm-hmm. So, like in the drug episode, when we talked about how p- parents were afraid of putting their children on medication because they thought that right. it would lead them to drugs and alcohol, but it's actually the exact opposite. 
I have a conversation with this, this really more of an argument with this girl Mm -hmm. in my, in my, um, in my, at my work. And like, she knows a lot about a lot of different things, but, um, she, I was like talking about the ADHD medicine because she was on ADHD medicine, I'm assuming at some point. And I'm going to assume that she didn't have a good experience. Not everybody does. Because she was saying how we were talking about it with someone else who doesn't work there anymore, but they were talking about how it's similar to meth, pretty much. And I was like, um, no, <laughs> that's not true at all. And she was like arguing with me about how it's addictive and how it like leads to all of these things. And I'm like, girlfriend. That's not true. I've done research about it. It's that's not a thing. And but she's like still insistent that it's bad and that it's like everyone calls it, oh, you you took your you took your your pseudo meth or whatever they call it. And I'm like, it's nothing like meth, I'm sure, but I've never right. experienced meth, but I don't think well, this is it. The de- I mean first of all. But I mean it's in the same category, isn't it? And no, dexamethamphetamine. Affinidate, not, not, not. Um, so meth has a different. Oh, it's different. It has a it's different. It's completely different. different. It, it's, it's. Um. So meth is purposely created to give you a high. Oh, okay. Right. Methamphetamines are perfect are purposely created to not give you a high right right so, so yeah okay so then um Haley who I'm trying to get on here but things are she's busy things are complicated and she was she like wanted to do medicine but she was afraid because she's had drug problems with meth in the past Right. That she wouldn't either that she wouldn't be allowed to take the medicine or that it would lead her back to bad old paths that she has so amazingly overcome. Overcome. Sure. Uh, I can but- understand that fear. <laughs> she just needs an extremely good doctor. Right. Who yeah. knows what they're doing. Um, and I don't drugs. know if she does, but she is on stuff now. She doesn't always take it. That's okay. But Not everybody takes their meds every day. She was able because we've talked about how it's been hard to get it. So, yes. Because <laughs> she was having a really hard time even getting it. So, the last few months have been kind of hard. But, um, I also read on the ADHD magazine attitude, or however you're supposed to pronounce it, you know, uh-huh. the ADD magazine. Dude. Yeah. Um, they were talking about, yeah, yeah, the marijuana, um, it intensifies the effects of alcohol as well as those of marijuana and cocaine do. Because cocaine, I guess, is a super popular thing for people who are into into that. Not everybody with ADHD, I don't do cocaine, but untreated ADHD and cocaine, because it's like... It's a stimulant, I it's guess. A stimulant. So that it's makes a sense. Um, but it's a much more addictive stimulant, right? So right. you might take like a teeny, tiny piece teeny. part and be like, oh, that was helpful. Oh, that was but helpful. then before long, you're, you're just beyond because control. Because yeah. your body will get used to that little mm-hmm. bit. So 
amount of alcohol that would typically cause a buzz, quote unquote, a buzz Mm -hmm. in those who aren't taking medication can result. I don't know how to say that word. Result in in inubration. What does that mean? Inubrated and drunk. Drunk. Okay. Um, In those who are. So. Those who are medicated. It takes. With antidepressants. Antidepressants. So some people take antidepressants like Robutrin for their ADHD. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Um, It's an off-label use. Oh. There's like 45 meds that are used to treat ADHD and not all of them are stimulants and some of them are off-label uses. So there are people who take Wellbutrin who are taking it because they have anxiety or depression. And ADHD. Well, both, right? There are people who just have anxiety or depression and take Wellbutrin, but then there are people with ADHD who have anxiety or depression. Also. Also. Right. And they only take Wellbutrin and not a stimulant medication. Well, and then there be... are other people who take both. Right. It just this this is why I'm always saying you need a really good doctor. Right. A super good doctor who knows and, what they're doing. Well, not that doctors don't know what they're doing. But not everybody with a prescription pad should be writing prescriptions for ADHD. Right. It's very. I agree. I think it's very complicated, and you need somebody who's an expert. Right. So a pediatrician that you take your 11 year old to may not be, may not be that. the best choice, right? But, you know, depending on because Dr. Dr. Dotson doesn't accept, or Dr. Virtues, I guess is what it is now, but yeah. he doesn't accept people younger than like 15 16. or 14. I thought it was 16, but yes. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, off topic. Um, I thought this was funny, but the advice of the person who wrote this article mm-hmm. said to just say no to no to more than one glass of beer or wine if you've taken your medicine, mm-hmm. and you can like have one one beer or one whatever, and then maybe you could you nurse that for like a while. Don't like or just like chug meal. it with a meal with <laughs> a meal. Yes, and, and then switch to a non-alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. And then if you find yourself unwilling or like can't do that, then she suggests or they suggest to just skip the medication for the night because not taking the medicine and drinking is better than taking the medicine and then drinking. The, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, there's like a zillion options. You got to figure think, out what works for you, right? I think wouldn't it depend on that person? I mean, I don't usually drink more than just one if I do drink. So I don't actually I think it know depends how on the body. entire situation you're in, right? Some people are more susceptible to alcohol than other people are right. in general. So they get like more, more um, affected. And so their judgment is off faster than other people's, right? That's going to apply whether you have ADHD or not. Right. right? So, so then you need to realize like, like I know people who could take their ADHD med, have a beer with the guys, and then drive home and be fine. And I know other people who, who should not do who that. Not do that. Right? Okay. Um, and so you need to figure out like how does it all affect me and then make a safe decision for yourself, right? So it would be a good experiment to do like at home with family first. Or friends that you trust, or like 
Yes. Okay. Not like out to like a club. Right. For the first time with like, you know, a bunch of weird people you met online. Um, (laughs) Don't do that. No. Right. So you just really need to figure out like, how does my med affect me? How does alcohol affect me? Is it more important for me to take my med so that I can drive home safely? Right. Because I want to be distracted when I'm driving. Of course. Or is it okay? Am I okay driving? with just one beer in me right yeah. or or whatever um i know i have at least three clients who have given up drinking altogether completely because to them it is more important to have their med in them right. to manage their other I, symptoms I, I would say that too i i would think that's well i and i also don't usually drink i think no. the most i drink is at the beach and i don't even drink with a lot there but so it didn't say this, but would the ADHD medicine make you more of a light weight than you would normally? If it's intensifying the medicine, the drink, that's what yeah, it makes it sound. That, that is what it makes it sound like. So then you could do, you could like, I don't, I don't know. That's why I think she's suggesting don't, if don't. you're going to drink. Don't take your med. Don't take your medicine. Right? And then and also- I'm just saying it seems like a highly personal decision yes. because not everybody handles their alcohol the same way. Right? Like some people right. shouldn't drink. Some people, whether they're on ADHD medicine or not, shouldn't drive even if they've had one drink. Right? right? Like I'm a lightweight. I wouldn't drive after drinking one drink. I'm like the biggest lightweight there is. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay though, mom. Right? So I, I only drink, you know, like at home, around family. Yeah. Right? Um, so you need to figure out how all that stuff that we just said. Right. Right. I think it's very personal decision, but yes, it does intensify it. So it does make you quote unquote a lightweight. Right. So then it also says stuff about the more long acting medicine like so like mm-hmm. medicine that you take during the day right right and how it's still in your system mm-hmm. essentially at night or in the afternoon or in the evening when you know people drink um so that would also take into account like if you mm-hmm. like regularly well, i think it really depends again i'm gonna say it really depends on the person right. because there are some meds that are supposed to be in your body for 10 to 12 hours and I know clients who are like, I'm lucky to get seven out of it. Yeah. Um, right. So, so then it's just in your system, but it isn't necessarily like always active. It's still there. No, the whole point of a stimulant and medication is that it le- it's out of your body at some point. Right. Right. It's out of your body after four hours, six hours, eight hours, 12 hours, depending on what you're taking. And how you metabolize it. That's why stimulant medications aren't dosed by height and weight like other meds are. Oh. They're dosed by how quickly your specific metabolism goes through that, it. That's why it takes forever to find one that works. That's that's <laughs> okay. part of why it takes a while to find it, but that's also why you were on like the max amount of five ants. Five ants when you were like not like barely a hundred pounds, right? Yeah. Right. So um yeah so 
You got to know your body. You got to know your body. Uh, It says that you should talk to your doctor if you feel like it's a problem and discuss it with them. Because you should talk to your teenager because they're not going to logically be thinking through safety issues. Because they're 16 and drinking alcohol behind your back. I mean, yes, they are. (laughs) Um, Or at a party or they are susceptible to peer pressure or they don't, you know what I mean? Like, I never had teenagers that. are stupid. Um, a lot of teenagers are stupid. Not yeah, all of them. Not all of them. But it's absolutely right. So, like, however you want to handle it in your family situation about like restricting alcohol, allowing <coughs> alcohol in your own home, or you know, not, not you can't totally not let your kids out of their house so that they can't hang out with their friends. That's not a reasonable decision um, or a way to handle it. But it definitely has to be a conversation that you have with teenagers or freshmen in college College, yes because after the first semester freshman year nobody's as infatuated with drinking (laughs) as they realize they actually are there to study and drinking isn't that much fun um but a lot of freshmen are super stupid right. about drinking right. um, in college. Um, or you could just do what our family does and just teach your children what to do. Yes. If you do drink. <laughs> you could. But um, you not know. that you told us that we should drink underage. That's not what I'm no. saying. <laughs> <laughs> do not condone that. Um, although we did let you drink like, you know. A glass of wine with dinner, right? Yeah. While you were sitting at the table with us, right? right? Yeah. Um, because I think going to school and or going out with your friends and that being the first time you have alcohol is was like, not a good idea, especially for women. You got to know yeah. how it's affecting you, mm-hmm. right? Or what it's supposed to taste like, so that right. if somebody's it, drugged it, you know. Yeah. So, what um, else did you learn about ADHD and yes, alcohol? Um. Well, with the um, hyperactivity. So if you skipped your medicine, mm-hmm. you just so decided not drink. to, so then you could drink and have mm-hmm. fun. Um, you are obviously going to be more hyperactive in, inattentive, more impulsive and mm-hmm. act inappropriately and engage in risky behavior. And so you sh- could ask a friend, a trusted friend, or a significant other, or, you know, whoever you trust that you're going with, you should go be going out with someone. Mm. Don't go by yourself. Um, you should ask them to keep an eye on you. Mm-hmm. And if needed, you should ask them to, like, drive you home. Mm-hmm. You know, the buddy system is super important. Especially for women. Especially for, for women. Because well, yes, like, nice That's what I tell people. Because you've, you've taken... You've not taken your medicine, which so, helps you make good decisions. And you're drinking. And alcohol. you're drinking, which will make you make bad decisions. Yes. Right. Depending on how much you're drinking. Right. Yes. So it like, you know, everything in moderation. Right. Especially alcohol. Right. Well, the only time I ever went to a bar, I think the only the one time when my friend's 21st birthday. And it was me and like a couple other people and her mom. Her mom's great. But um, she, like, I had taken my medicine, like, but again, I don't really know how it affects all of that because I don't really drink ever. So I had one, one thing 
but like the others were like having like a little bit more like she didn't want to drink like be like drunk on her 21st birthday because like she wanted to remember it <laughs> so, but the mom didn't drink at all she had like cokes and stuff it was really cute of to course. watch obviously she was driving a bunch of, t- of teenagers home, or 21 year olds home but um please don't bother me right now um she's talking to her phone i'm sorry <laughs> um so i don't know what the point of the story was but like i had drinking one the whole time it i yeah. honestly didn't really like the drink because they didn't have what i wanted so uh, she just gave me a hard apple cider which i don't like apple cider to begin with so it <laughs> hard wasn't exactly it was an angry orchard i remember Did you make that. it better <laughs> it was also like it was a bar in like downtown Denver or Boulder or something so it was loud there were a lot of people a lot of drunk people it wasn't I didn't, with your sensitivities uh, yeah. I didn't leave the drink at all though but there are little things that you can like they kind of look like it's like a disc and there it's like rubber or plastic or something or not plastic it's stretchy mm-hmm. you could put it silicone, over probably. silicone probably but it like you can put it over your drink i'm assuming that it's difficult to get off so then like if it's because otherwise i don't know how you would know because like someone could take it off and then put it back on so i would say either bring the drink in to the bathroom with you or don't like or just leave it with a friend or something yeah um untreated obviously untreated teenagers and adults are at a greater risk for alcohol dependency um yeah that's all it really that's all all of the things really said that's all they they all said pretty much the same thing was that it affects it and that if you're undiagnosed if you're untreated you have more of a likelihood of it abusing yeah Yeah. okay cool and that alcohol can be a hazardous can be hazardous to your health and safety obviously obviously also all those things that apply to everybody apply to yes apply to you (laughs) so so yes um okay cool say Hi, boy. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at the ndtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiverse toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.